Blog Talk Radio. This is One on One with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is One on One with Jasper Cole. Howdy, 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 everyone, and welcome to another live edition of One-on-One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole. We are coming to you right here on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm so excited because, you know, we had our first show back uh, this past Sunday. We called it Pandemic 2020, and at that time, you guys all got to be reacquainted with the one and only Ralph Cole Jr., Mr. Ralph. How are you? Thank you, Jasper, for having me back. Hello, Planet Eartha. I am so glad to be here with all of you. Um, As a lot of you heard last week, a lot of my appearances seem to be in an ongoing audition phase. (laughs) But I feel that because I've been asked back Yet again, in such a short time, I'm doing pretty well, and I appreciate – thank you for that, Jasper. Well, I thought I could make this announcement now since I I think based on the 10 years plus that you've been associated with with the show (laughs) that um, we would like to officially offer you the co-host role. But, of course, it's also pending your availability. So um, you're always welcome on every Thursday night, and if you can't make it – um, we will have to find someone to fill in because you'll you'll be you'll be busy on the set somewhere working. Oh uh, yes, that would be nice to be able to say again, right? Yeah, thank you so much for that invitation, Jasper. I don't take it for granted with all the millions of podcasts that are out there. And like Planet Earth heard me say last week, you've created a nice little machine for yourself, and a lot of people tune in. You're very well connected, very well educated about so many things, and it just makes for a fun time. And now that we're in this new situation that we're all in, I'm glad that we're still, of course, moving forward with our creativity and with our information and with our guests and with our entertainment. Um, As you and I spoke after the show last week, we wanted it to be a fun, frivolous show just to take our minds off of what everything that is going on. But within right. that, we, we couldn't help get away with mentioning it, of course. I mean, it's, it, it permeates all, all of our daily lives. But I do like having these respites of mm-hmm. going back to what we used to do, which is entertainment. And that's why when we have on our fierce guest today, it's the same thing that he believes in and that we all right. believe in. It's easy to become stagnant and sedentary during a time like this with things so unknown, but so many of us are just creative, and we're just putting out content all the time. Right. We'll see where where it goes because, you know, our new content sitting in our closets in the bedroom and sitting in (laughs) under a In the bathroom. Uh-huh. In the bathroom, you know, like on um, KUSC uh, 91.5 FM, you know, it's all classical music and all the DJs, they're like, I'm coming to you live from the closet in my bedroom. And if you <laughs> and if you hear a lot of banging, it's because the house next door to my is doing a full remodel. OK, right. so everybody's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Just doing our thing. So. I love the fact that one day maybe we'll just be able to, you know, wake up, have our morning coffee like we do, and then go into our living room and just do a TV show, you know, like Wendy Williams well, was doing. Her. I mean, that's what we're looking at, the new normal, right? Because when you watch the morning shows and everyone now, I mean, I've been saying for the last four weeks, you know, not just the entertainment business, but industry in particular, different offices and stuff like that. I mean, I think a lot of businesses may look at this and go, you know what? Why are we having people drive two hours to work every day to Mm -hmm. sit in a cubicle, talk on the phone and work on the computer? Why can't Mm -hmm. we just have them do it from home? Maybe as an option. I mean, there are some people who can't wait to get out of the house and leave 
to go. But, you know, I, I love the expression FOMO, uh, that whole fear of missing out. Well, I have, you know, JOMO, joy of missing out. I am happy to go. <laughs> I've been saying now I'm happy to stay home unless you want to pay me to leave the house. That would be great. Well, you're – you're in an ideal situation. I mean, you're part of a new podcast that's yet to be discussed, but you're doing that from your home. You haven't missed a beat. And yes, I know that you had some fabulous movie opportunities, offers that were supposed to have happened. Postponed. We'll we'll use the word postponed, right? Postponed. Well, absolutely. Because one day it's all, you know, we all like to say and have to believe that this will all be, over one day right, or right. not as serious or hopefully we'll it'll, reach it'll a be point. different i think different it'll be yeah i mean even like today me going to costco it's just um because i only leave the house like every five or six days now um just going it's like i have to think about like okay i'll i'll put, get there i'll put the gloves on there okay when i get out i'll take the gloves Okay, I'll take the gloves off and then I'll disinfect my hands. <laughs> then I'll touch that, you know. And I'm so paranoid, like, oh God, I just wipe my nose with my wrist, you know. And it's like, I know. oh, you know. And but I have to say, in Costco, every single person was wearing a mask. They won't let you in the store unless you are. Which I love that. I mean, I do. I love the fact. I keep saying, you know, it's not about taking away people's rights. I mean, but I don't have the right to infect someone else and vice versa. It's, exactly. it's similar to we don't smoke anymore in public places. You know, exactly. it's not that you, you can't go home and smoke, but you can't do something that's going to harm other people. Um so everyone, before I forget, because I always get started and forget to say, please follow us on social media at uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's Jasper Cole Says, S-A-Y-S. And Ralph, also you're at, at Ralph Cole Jr. Correct. And, and I'm our Ra- what? Oh, God, I'm sorry. I was just, I'm Ralph Cole Jr. on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's right. And you can go to my website, jaspercole.com, and there's a link to one-on-one with Jasper Cole, and it has all the places to connect. And this episode, like every episode, in about 30 minutes after the show, it becomes a uh, a podcast on iTunes and all the different uh, platforms. But yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Today is an example. We have a very special guest coming on, Christos Andrews. And you know, what I love as fellow actors, you and I, Ralph, um, I love to sit down with another actor and I talk about their journey and their path, you know, because this is the the one business that I can think of where there is no blueprint, you know, like you can't mm-hmm. say do, do A and B and it's going to take you to C. Mm-hmm. Everybody I meet in this business has their own path. And it's so, yeah, I mean, there are similarities along the way, but I think what's scary and yet unique at the same time is we all kind of, kind of make our own path in Hollywood. And I, I know you're like me. We love to hear people's journeys. And the thing about Christos also is, you know how I'm a big person on urging actors to do more than just act, produce, exactly. direct. And right. He's and definitely he has, a hyphenate. Yes. And he does it all. And he's, he's, he's very spiritual based and grounded. And I'm so excited to bring him on shortly because I, I just, you know, I think, Youth gets knocked so many times, you know, the younger generation, they, they talk about the millennials or they're lazy. I mean, I don't feel this way, obviously, but you know what I mean? There's this thing mm-hmm. in the press a lot of times, but when you meet artists like Christos and you realize he's doing it all, he's very grounded. Like I said, he's a multiple Emmy winner already at his young age and has this wonderful foundation with his family and he works with his sister. And so these are the kind of artists that I love having on the show to inspire people um, and exactly. inspire other actors, you know, and, and he'll have great stories about his journey and it'll be something we can all uh, re- relate to. I'm sure. And yeah, I mean, like you said, we're just going to learn now how this is going to be the new normal going forward. There was an article today on deadline about the future of movies and TV and you know, a big issue that came up is the insurance and being able to insure productions and are insurance companies really going to be able to insure SAG signatory companies. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when people talk about, oh, we're going to lift the ban and suddenly just go back to work, 
there's all kinds of issues beyond just a state saying you can go back. You know, our industry in particular, can you imagine? I mean, the average crew or set has 100 people, you know? So mm-hmm. how, will that, how will that even look? When yeah, I mean it's such it's an, going to be such an interesting phenomenon because like you know some of us are dependent on hair and makeup, girl, and um, <laughs> you know well, and you, those of you who have to look good, you know me, I have to look as bad as possible, so it doesn't matter. But you, the rest of you can care about your lighting, I guess. <clears throat> That's not quite completely true anymore with you about looking as bad as you can, because now you're playing these different kind of roles too. You know what That's I'm saying? That's true. That's true. I, I know. But I, know, I understand what you, but I know what you meant though, Jasper. It's all good. It's going to be exciting, I guess. I mean, all it can be is exciting. Cause what the fuck is what we don't know anything that's happening. One thing I do that you sent me that is disappointing are those people that are, you know, combating their governor, girl. I know. And, I know. I mean, I mean that, that's what's so scary about all of this. I mean, this is the first time the planet is going through this. So mm-hmm. it's really scary to see like, oh, God, all these people are just like they're just not doing it. You know, they're being so combative about it, not thinking that their actions are going to have any repercussions. That's what makes me the most more nervous. You know, it's like Rose and I are tucked in this house and comfortable, but it's like, damn, we have to go for another eight months going shopping every five or six days, having to wait in the line six feet apart. I mean, Costco, it's like, it's like you're at a carnival. (laughs) Well, that's that's Costco before the pandemic, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, well, before the pandemic, you just all heard it in, like you were going into the circus tent. Now, before you get into the circus tent, you have to go up and down all these aisles. I guess it's to slow the traffic, but Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm kind of like in a graduation procession and, you know, we're all wearing our fabulous masks and um, it's just kind (laughs) of, it's still weird driving through the streets and just, seeing just about everybody wearing a mask. So then the people that don't have one on, it's like, hey, what the fuck? They're like mask shaming now. People are being mask shamed, you know, for not wearing it. But, you know, me, I like, I get a little indignant because I'm like, well, if I'm wearing it, you should wear one. You know, it's like, or at least have one on your body, have it around your neck so you can at least pull it up, you know, if you you get within six feet of somebody. I think it's just... exactly. But you're right. The people that have made this political, I, you know, it, I don't know how a pandemic can be political, but trust and believe somehow there are people who have been able to do that. So, it's, yeah, I, just, I would like to urge everyone now to just realize, you know, this is the one time in history that could we please put politics aside and just try to, you know, take care of our fellow brothers and sisters. I mean, but there's I know, plenty of time for blame after we get past After, this, you know, we can blame yeah, who, who should have known sooner and blah, blah, blah. But as much as I, you know, do not like this current president, as you know, I still say even the administration, the people working behind him, everybody is new to this pandemic as well. So, I mean, they're just trying to play catch up as we all are, you know? Yeah, I guess I guess it's just too much to ask in human nature <clears throat> for everybody to unanimously just do the right thing. I mean, it's yeah. just, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry that it has to be that way. So many of us are adhering. And, yeah, I mean, it is a major change. But it's, it's kind of invigorating. Maybe that's not the right word. but Or maybe it's kind of inspiring. Inspiring. Mm-hmm to see so many different celebrity people or people just our friends or people that we've seen on TV all the time in their house, in their office, not being able to find something. Oh shit. I just missed the screen. Everybody's so human, you know? (laughs) And, and before when we saw all these people, everything was perfect because we're watching the TV show. So now that we get to see these podcasts of, live t- or, or table read Zoom or whatever. Yeah. These Zoom conferences. It's just fun to see a Lily Tomlin going, Oh wait, I just lost the page, you know, or, you right. know, just, it, it makes it just 
you know, it's a whole more, different. It's more real. It's, it's exactly. Real. Yeah. Real and raw, you know? but yeah, it's not so produced. It's not so slick and polished. And, and um, yeah, I mean, I think, again, I just think we're, we're, we, it's never going to be what it was, but you know, that's what life is. Life has changed. And this, I mean, the horrific part of all this, of course, are the thousands and thousands of lives that are being lost. And we just want to send out the greatest love and light to all the, families of victims and to everyone that's uh, ill right now and surviving. So I'll I'll just say in conclusion, before we bring on our amazing guests, you know, it's like nine 11, these kind of events bring out the best and the worst in people. And I would say overall right now, I'm, I'm seeing the most wonderful acts of kindness. You know, people, when I pass them walking, people are saying hello. Um, there just seems to be sort of a, a, a kinship out there of like, mm-hmm. you know, we're in this together. So, but let's switch gears. Let's, let's talk yes. about today's amazing guest. As I mentioned, he is the star of the hit Amazon prime show, the Bay, which is actually having its 10th anniversary of since the show was actually created. And it has gone through various, forms, you know, short form and then web series and then the digital platform. Um, but he created and is the original Pete Garrett on the show. He's mm. also part of a and, and an executive producer. He's also the star and executive producing of a new series called Fracture that we'll talk about as well. And there's a spinoff of The Bay uh, called YA. And I it's so hard to count the number Emmy wins he has, but I, I think the total is seven, but mm. we're going to bring on right now our very special guest, the very talented Mr. Christos Andrews. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Welcome. I'm going to give you. We, we have to give you proper applause here. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Christos. My name is Ralph. Welcome. Hey, Ralph. Hey, thanks, Jasper and Ralph. Thanks for having me. It's a- absolutely. To be here. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to have you. Like you heard Jasper say, <clears throat> you're the kind of person that Jasper first created his radio show for ten years ago, on the set with Jasper Cole. He wanted to have all kinds of people from the entertainment industry participate and be interviewed on the show. Now we have someone like you who is a hyphenate. So we get actor, producer, director, award winner, all in one interview. So we have a lot of ground to cover, Christos. Right. Well, that's appreciated. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I appreciate that. First of, first of all, congratulations on the Bay, obviously. I mean, what an amazing run you guys have had and are having. So um, Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and shout out to uh, Gregory J. Martin, of course, who created the show, um, created the character. But talk to us how exciting it must be you were able to sort of be there there on ground level with this beginning this project. That's a rarity, you know, as actors. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's an honor to be a part of a show that has a great story in itself, Um, Gregory. And then Wendy, they, they write it and it's great storytelling. And I'm, I'm just as grateful, if not more, to be a part of a, a, a show that has a, a, such a special real life story behind it. It's now going on a decade. Uh, and wow. um, yeah, initially, Gregory just walked into my mom's art gallery. I was there in Marina Del Rey just uh, supporting and I was a skateboarder at the time. And it happened to be a good time in life to give something else a shot. And uh, he was very encouraging. And he cast me on the bay uh, after trying me out with some different script reads and all stuff like that. And uh, and then shortly thereafter, I uh, I just felt like, man, I need to not only be just like an actor in this whole ocean of actors and mm-hmm. the, the whole scene is like, it's... It, it's it, i just realized quickly that i'd like to be more of a teammate have a team have a family have a brotherhood have a sort of a family in it and rather than just swimming in the ocean like mm-hmm. have a have a sort of a boat in the ocean a team right. i wanted to like 
figure that out as soon as I could. Um, I was still a skateboarder and I was slowly kind of releasing the idea of being one for my life or, or at least it not being my profession, which my heart was telling me it just shouldn't be my profession. It should be my leisure. It's the sport I grew up with. And I'd like to activate my mind and my heart more so for my, for my life's work. So let me just give this a go. It's a pipe dream, but I mean, I'd be selling myself short not to at least try. And during that time, uh, yeah, I met Gregory. One thing led to another. Uh, my sister joined the team later. We're all like a family, and we all just encourage each other. And it's nice to have a team uh, moving forward. It's a lot of a lot of hard work, but there's a lot of passion for it. So it's uh, it's not like run out of energy very easily so that's a blessing and i'm grateful for that well i have to commend you i I, sorry i'm just going to have to commend you because you're very young still and you're but but you're an old soul because i've listened to interviews and i've read uh print interviews with you but you're you you Uh, learned early on well you learned early on about how great it is to have that core people because it took a lot of us years in the business to realize, you know, you, you kind of want to have like that repertory company or you got to have people around you that have your back and that you really trust. And the -hmm. fact that you found that so early in your career, as you're already seeing, it's just, it's golden, you know, because it's, it's a real blessing. Um, Go ahead, Ralph. Sorry. Oh no, no problem. I was just going to say, Christos, are you able to collaborate with Gregory and Wendy on the script storylines? Yeah, I try to to be as um, I, I'm as respectful as I, I as I can be about it. Which, but they include me, so I'm. It's an honor to be welcome to be included, and I uh, I don't take like the reins as a writer at all. But I do have my as a partner in the show, a partner in the company. My sort of like this is our product, our baby, ultimately, and mm-hmm. we're doing this together. So. I'll have my uh, my hand in things, but uh, mm-hmm. it, I'll I'll try to be as minimal as possible with the writing on the bay because because my I feel like it's the classy thing to do since my character is uh, already front burner and I'm already just you know, as long as it resonates with me uh, and it resonates with them anything that I would have to uh, bounce board on then we're all good. Copy that. Thank you. Well, for everyone just joining, we're, Ralph and I are, are joined today by Emmy-winning actor Christos Andrews, star of The Bay. He plays Pete Garrett. And I want to also talk about the spinoff. You guys now have the spinoff. It's YA, correct? That's correct. Tell it's, us about uh, how you've already done the first season. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was great. It's uh it's a younger show. YA is like a double entendre where it's York Avenue, which is the physical location in Bay City. It's uh, fictional, but it's uh, but you, of course YA is a genre in itself. Genre, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's pretty cool to have that sort of real estate in the market where we name the show YA. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, young adult, and it is the epitome of that. It's all the growing pains from where a kid would go through in becoming an adult and learning what it means to be an independent human being and going through the, uh, the modern day thick and thin and growing pains and just learning things that not even their own parents could really tell them because a lot of, a lot of experiences these days are based on things that aren't even things that, that were around back uh, a few decades sure, ago right. even and we have so much going on with uh we did the cyberbullying we have catfishing we have uh all kinds of things to where identity is a whole issue online and and how to navigate through managing your online experience with your real life experience and the way it affects your relationships and life itself these days so it's nice that this show is not only just a show for the sake of entertaining an audience, but does embrace the meaning of becoming a young adult and it embraces actual values that can be takeaways for the audience watching rather than merely being entertained by another show. 
Mm -hmm. So that makes me feel gratified and proud of the work there. The shoot was fun. I was grateful to be uh, given the reins as a director on it. Gregory and I directed together. Um, And man, I'm, I'm really happy. It came out even better than what we had planned because some magic happened along the way. Uh, we put a wish list together, plans together. I planned it pretty tight uh, from my end and we all collaborated going into it. And, uh, and now it's, it's looking great in post-production now. Oh, how well, exciting. How, how many episodes of YA did you shoot, Christos? 10 episodes. And will that also be Amazon Prime? Uh, can't really not... tell. Don't know yet. Point. Okay. Yeah, which I apologize for, but no, no, that's yeah, fine. We'll just that's it's all exciting, in the works. though. No, exciting, exciting. You know, yeah. Well, let me ask you because I know for myself as an actor, the moment I got on the other side, meaning especially in the casting process, I always say, for me, it changed everything for me as an actor because, you know, as actors, on we audition or we go in for things and we 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 leave it in the room and we we walk out knowing that we gave it a, a great audition but we don't get the part every yeah. time and once i That's got right. on the other side you know i i'm sure you could talk to us about for you how you realize how casting has really it's so subjective first of all and mm-hmm. you know five people can come in and knock it out of the park but there's just mm-hmm. this one quality that an actor has and I always want to tell all the other actors, you know, you didn't do a bad job. This just wasn't your part. So how did that help yeah. you or change your opinion as an actor? Um, I guess uh, experiencing that process from both sides, I definitely, I definitely believe in not calling in person around. Like we'll get a, we got a ton of submission for this show uh, beyond it just it's so so many but we had to narrow it and narrow it and uh, we wanted to narrow it even further before we actually called people in uh we we try to keep it as minimal as possible because i i mean whether you know i don't even know if i'd feel this whether i was already an actor or not but i i don't like uh feeling like letting people down too much and right i i hope to carry that through as a part of my center center point in this business and to to have a sensitivity towards people's hearts mm-hmm. uh, because they put they put a lot into their work and 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 the 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 work they'll put into an audition they'll put their heart into it and i know of course it's part of the territory it's part of the job but if there's anything we could do to help it to not really you know to not really discourage as many people as we can not discourage that that makes mm-hmm. me feel better so right. we'll, we'll minimize it as much as possible before actually bringing people in so at laney entertainment if you're brought in that's that means you went through a lot of filtration first you've been we, you've been vetted really well yeah yes yes if, yeah. unless we can actually see you actually playing it the, this part yeah right. you, we won't be coming in like whereas other companies would just be like yeah just you know just bring them in. You never know. Bring them in. You never know. And it's cool right. to get acquainted initially, but also, man, it's kind of a waste of time. And it's also a waste of a lot of people's feelings and a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, so we like to be as efficient as possible with that process. That's for sure. Well, I love that. I, I found a quote that you Thanks. said or may not have said, but you could tell us, but I think this says a lot about you and how you look at the business. Um, you said this craft we call acting is the art of being human. And when I read that, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that kind of really sums up such a great artistic statement, you know? Um, Thank you. Elaborate, elaborate on that for us a little bit. What, tell us what exactly that means to you. Thank you. I appreciate the acknowledgement there. Um, yeah. You know, I uh, I guess I could describe it like this. A lot of people uh, come to a, a place uh, in themselves with, that they enter each day uh, in a certain MO. It's their modest operandi. It's the, they choose a certain way of being that's mm-hmm. kind of become their conclusive, this works for me kind of a way of being. 
and they don't even realize that's just one aspect to themselves. That's not who they are. That's just mm-hmm. one percentage of their own existence that they've chosen to operate from. Right. And uh, act keeps you fluid and lucid towards being the greater all encompassing version of yourself where you understand your existence further and further and further and further and you understand the art of being a human being further Mm -hmm. and further and you don't limit yourself to one aspect to one mo to one little tiny way of being and you're so stubbornly rigidly stuck to that no you're not stuck to that you can see the world through different lenses you can understand from one person to the next you can kind of step into their shoes a little a little easier you can understand different types of people and in fact this ultimately i feel best about this because it leads to a greater sense of understanding towards humanity um from one person to the next you'll see a lot more similarity than difference mm-hmm. and i think that's what the world needs then the world right. needs this this greater realization that we're all a lot more similar and we've been told or led on to understand and acting to me helps me understand all the uh, aspects to my own existence, but in turn, it also helps me step into other people's shoes better through sympathy, through empathy, through my own catharsis, through understanding greater, uh, greater as far as the meaning of being human and, and what it what the art of being human is and that's what i feel this is and so I, I i every role and every day i do it more and more i i feel this sense of gratification about it that's that's deep and profound um on, on this level well that's what comes through with in your work as well there's a, a you know when i when i use the word old soul i mean that sort of in a i mean that's obviously a compliment you know but there's Thank a you. i um, appreciate it um, you have a very spiritual base to you. I, I don't know if you had any sort of, it's not religious, but did you grow up uh, with any sort of spiritual foundation or is this just what your philosophy you've just sort of come to through living and life experience? That, that means a lot you say so. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been more so been, it's nothing fabricated from religion or anything like that. That's for sure. Right. Which I'm actually more grateful to be able to say that and that be the truth than mm-hmm. than it be inspired through any sort of anything that was pushed upon me or something. Right. Um, I'm. It just kind of as I went as uh, through the details and through the broad strokes. It's just something that I've come to realize further and hold steady to and it kind of just this 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 feeling and this understanding kind of grew and it still does and i'm just grateful for that um i mean i grew up uh i grew up catholic but i don't hold myself to uh just being catholic it's more so i would say spiritual if anything mm-hmm. um anything that leads more so to peace and that's not a forced thing i believe in more and because that's right. stronger to me and uh, ultimately, anything that unites humanity more is really what the right thing is. That's mm-hmm. so great. Well, it's interesting because well, you're you're you and Ralph are both uh, native Angelinos. I always say Ralph grew mm-hmm. up in he calls it the Black Beverly Hills, right, Ralph? <laughs> well, I didn't name it that. That's what it was always called. But yes. <laughs> oh, okay. It's Windsor Hills and Baldwin Hills and View Park, Christos. Cool, cool, awesome. Yeah. And my mother lived in Marina Del Rey for 39 years. And I actually went to Santa Monica College for a summer uh, Mm -hmm. back in the day. So it was Mm -hmm. nice to see, you know, because how many people do you meet that say to you, oh, wow, I never meet a native Angelino, you know? (laughs) Yeah, uh, especially in this business. Right, we're the rare breed. I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you, Christos. I know you mentioned your sister. Do you have other siblings? Yeah, so I, uh, I've got a collect. I got a collection of cousins who I feel like are siblings as well, who all live over mm-hmm. in England. And uh, I kind of half grew up there. I spent every summertime there, and so much happens in the summertime for a kid that right. it might as well have been more time there because so much developmental stuff and experiences and everything in the summertime, one day to the next thing, next day, next thing, next, 
exciting. It's just uh, I spent so much time growing up there in the summer and then the school year out here in L.A. And, uh, yeah, I have, I have two siblings. Personally, I have, a, I have a big sister and a little sister. Both are two years apart. And then I have uh, my cousins in England that are one's exactly the same age as me. Um, mm-hmm. well, well, two weeks younger than me, two and a half weeks younger than me. And then I have a few others, one that's two and a half years older and then another uh, like a year and a half older. And then another that's like uh, just a year. And then, uh, and then I have little cousins a few years younger and then, uh, it it's like a a good spectrum of yeah it's a good spectrum of uh, different ages and different mm. walks of life and it's nice to connect with that like british mindset mm-hmm. as well as the american mindset i feel like that helped me uh with sort of switching perspectives yes. especially growing up in development and understanding the different ways that that they think and and then uh, coming back to America and kind of finding a balance between that, I'm grateful for. Mm. Well, I, I have I have a feeling you just hit on it. I, that that dual citizenship, you know, probably really helped keep you grounded when you would come back to the Palisades or you know Los mm. Angeles. It was probably great mm. having spent the time in uh, in uh, England as well. So you had that mm-hmm. wonderful balance. That's really. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now I know you. I know you're Thanks. an X Games champion, and skateboarding was your, uh, for you know, in a way, skateboarding. I mean, that is a sort of a performance. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's being athletic. You know, in front of people. But even as a kid, mm-hmm. like when you were when you were in London, did you, did you go to theater? Were you kind of getting bitten by the bug even while you were skateboarding? in terms of acting. Um. Uh, to a certain degree, being uh, skateboarding, skateboarding is, uh, I mean, it, it involves cameras a lot. And there's a, mm-hmm. always a filmer we're with or a photographer we're with or a few of the uh, photographer, a couple filmers, depending on the day. But we kind of got used to it and they would kind of just whip out the camera during the shenanigans as well. So it became like a comedy almost at the same time or like a random like you never really know what's happening but the cameras are always there uh, and it was like you got used to it you got comfortable with it it became less unnatural just to have it around and the filmer mm-hmm. got they were excited to film anything really not just the skating but uh what's also cool i guess with the skating is i was able to sort of <laughs> um I was able to sort of build this like courage uh, to to let go of fears and just as knucklehead as it was to do the tricks and all that and jump off buildings and grind Mm -hmm. handrails and and break bones and all that. (laughs) Right. It was was like you keep falling and falling and falling (laughs) and you're used to it. And then you get up and you just land. Eventually you succeed. Eventually you just got to get it through. Skateboarding was a good metaphor for that. And it kind of totally, yeah. Toughen someone up for, for shows. (laughs) That, that But that's a great point about being comfortable in front of the camera because, you know, that's what, that's, that's really great. I never thought about that because for a lot of us transitioning, especially from like theater to TV and film, you you have to forget about the camera. You know, you have to get, Mm -hmm. it has to become like a third eye, you know? And so Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that was really good for you having already been around the, the camera. Now, let me ask you, cause you are of course younger. Um, You've kind of, you kind of grew up always, I guess there was technology and some sort of social media around, right? At least in your latter teenage years on. So mm-hmm. how, yeah. What do you think now with the whole, um, do you see it as a, a great tool for your career in terms of PR? And, Cause there's always two schools of thought. A lot of actors try to fight it and they don't want to do the whole Instagram and all that stuff. I happen to think it's a great way to, connect with your fans and, and promote yourself. But what's your thought on mm-hmm. the social media world? Um, I feel like it's completely malleable to what message you would like to put out, um, mm-hmm. which is a form of freedom, which is a good thing. And then 
it could also be equally not so great for certain people who want to put out certain things that aren't so great. Who knows? Right. But the I, the spectrum of what could be put out is broadened so much. Um, I think ultimately it's a good thing, and uh, I guess as time goes, it'll be more uh, realized how to manage it in life and how much time to put in when and that kind of stuff. And it'll be streamlined a little further with the ways it, with the way it goes. Cause I know that mm-hmm. it can have its way of uh, kind of getting someone sucked in and they just are always writing the social media or something. But, but uh, you know, at the same time, it's, it's nice that one can have their own voice and not have to have mm-hmm. it run through a, a series of like, uh, studio filters or all kinds of executives or, you know, yeah executives <laughs> yeah. and yeah so it's like uh, got that organicness to it which is really mm-hmm. cool to have that authentic like this person is this is directly from them to audience and that's pretty authentic and organic that's cool that's natural right and what you've learned already because that's what you were saying about the beauty of being a creator executive producer is you create your content you control the content and that's what Mm -hmm. i tell young young actors or people starting out all the time there it's such a wonderful thing that they can create their youtube videos and all the all the stuff they can do online um there's so many avenues to get your work out there now so Mm-hmm. That's a w- wonderful part of it. But let's talk. I want to talk about uh, Fracture, of course, the mm-hmm. the other project that you're involved in uh, with the wonderful Brittany Caron, who, by the way, I starred in a movie. Well, let me back up. She starred. I co-starred. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany definitely starred, but I know she's also yeah. in Fracture with you as well. Tell everyone yeah. about that project. It's kind of apocalyptic, right? Yeah, it is. It's post-apocalyptic. Um, Brittany's great. Fun, fun to work with, sweetheart. Um, everyone, actually, the whole cast, just uh, a lot of sweethearts and good people to work with. Mm-hmm. And it was an exciting shoot. The whole team, the producers, everyone. Um, it's nice to it – it, the scenes were nice and intense. I, I'm into that danger mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm like to get a thrill it's like hey this is gonna be make-believe shit i might as well give myself as much of a thrill as i can <laughs> right <laughs> so that's kind of fun for me and there was a good plenty of that um we got just uh like mutated forms of mankind uh, we got monsters we got uh wow. and then and then at the same time we have like this heartfelt aspect to it that um uh, kind of in reference to the unity uh, notion is the the fact that we have a group of a group of kids that ended up at after the world pretty much ended and they would have never got along they would have never hung out they would have never really seen each other as fellow human beings the way that they were forced to since the world kind of ended and they only had each other so they found mm-hmm. these these similarities in each other enough to get band together and work together to survive. And that's a beautiful thing to it. And that's what I really like the most that, that heartfelt aspect to it where after all, we are all human and we can right. all do this together. <laughs> well, and was this, is this an original story? Is it based on a book or anything, or is this all original? Um, it's, it was developed basically um it, uh Christopher Ray and his team who um he he's he directed it as well and he's uh pretty much the lead producer and uh him and his team and uh Gerald Webb and his dad's uh, Fred Olin. Oh, Ray, I, but, I know so Jared. Were, I love Jared. Yeah. Yeah, they uh well they they were in development on it for a while uh for I think 3 years. That's what I, mm. if I'm not mistaken, and then it it surfaced and uh, we came together. Gregory also is involved um, as a producer, and I uh, we uh, kind of we all just came together, and I was really grateful to play this role, Raleigh, uh, who was my first choice. If you know, there's to look at all the characters, everyone's great in it, by the way. But uh, that was that was a lot of fun, and. Uh, it is a, it's original. It's not uh, based on a novel or that's great. Well, it's not 
there's yeah there's, so it's it's pretty awesome great cat denise richards as well she's a sweetheart i um, love her she, she, she's actually a really good actress yeah truly yeah it's great to work work with her she was so committed that <laughs> um there's like a scene there's like kind of a fight that breaks out and i'm kind of in it and she uh gets in the middle of it kind of and not to spoil anything but she's totally so in it that i'm like hey like i i honestly i cut a take because I, we got too close to her and i didn't want her to get hurt and uh she was like wait i'm i'm fine don't even worry about me i'm like am i she's like <laughs> Like my hand was like almost in her face, hitting her. <laughs> yeah, she's she's tough. She's she's committed. She's, I really respect yeah. it. And uh, yeah, it was very. It all happened fast. It was great though. I just really respect that and the whole process. Every the scenes are very authentically done too. It's, as everyone will see when it comes out, I'm really proud of all the work in it and all the that's the creatives that's involved. Exciting. Now, do we know? Thanks. Do we know when that's coming out yet or is, or is that a do we know yet uh, no nah, we don't have an official uh okay. release date but Perfect. definitely we'll keep you posted um yeah please do yeah. well we'll be following that's the other thing everyone can follow you it's pretty much at christos right everything is k-r-i-s-t-o-s yeah yeah, yeah. okay christos. perfect um well Christos. the other thing you know i want to talk about it's you you're able to also do comedy and drama and, you know, Ralph's a big comedic actor and I like to think I'm funny, even though I don't get to play that often, but, um, but like a place called Hollywood and also uh, this just in and the agent, I mean, it's great that you've been able to play these really serious, you know, brooding kind of tough characters and then also get to do the lighter, the lighter stuff. I don't know about Mm -hmm. you. I think, I think comedy's harder. Um, Mm-hmm. But what's your take on that? I mean, good acting is good acting, but mm-hmm. do you enjoy the comedy as well? Um, yes, I do, actually. I love it. It's To me, people say, I feel like it's it's true that it's harder, but at the same time, it's not. It's more of a, it's just a more specific vibe to lock into. Mm-hmm. It's a more, it requires more understanding of the exact context of the material. And right. you kind of like hit that, ping all right this is the tone this is the taste and you just enter that tone and taste and then it's actually easier after that i feel like it's just aiming for that target that initially is harder but then you right. kind of just log in and it just all come it just it it makes sense from that point forward and it's the effortlessness as well that adds to it being i guess ironically more difficult but you kind of you just you, you get that specific flow to it Mm-hmm. initially navigating towards that target i feel is the hard part but then you're in it and you just and then magic does its thing Happens. yeah, yeah it's, well it, it 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 all goes along with your credo christos of not living one modus operandi and by br- branching out you know so mm-hmm. everything you just said is right in line with what you believe in it's like Okay, I get the parameters of this. This is funny. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, instead of being locked in like, I can't make it funny. I don't know what to do. You know, <laughs> you're, you're an actor. You're the kind of actor now at three decades of age that really has a lot of different life experience from two different mm-hmm. continents, you know, so it's Thank great. It's I really, really appreciate that. No, it's, yeah, it's true. It's like, I mean, I got that from listening to this interview at the, you know, at the beginning of what you were saying. And now with Jasper asking you about comedy versus drama, Mm -hmm. you're very fierce for committing to your spiritual journey as well as this Hollywood journey. Thank you. That means a lot to me. You're well, you know, well. and Ralph, Ralph, you know, is we've always been told, and Christos knows this. They say, you know, if you trust the material, if you don't try to play funny, you know, if you're you're just real in the moment. I mean, when mm-hmm. you get into like a four camera sitcom setup, Ralph, that's Ralph's mastery. He's a master at the four camera uh, mm-hmm. genre, where you know the the scripts are written with a certain rhythm and a certain you know mm-hmm. setup, setup beat kind of thing, mm-hmm. but. 
but in general, I think the trap is if we ever start falling into trying to, you know, make it funny rather yeah. than just tr- trusting the material. Um, yeah, but exactly. They, they always say if it if it ain't on the page, it ain't on the stage. So, you know, mm-hmm. you're you're you've been so lucky to always get this great material that you've been able to 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 work with. That's just golden. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't want this. I don't want this show to end without we have to talk about your incredible award seasons and your your multiple Emmys. So if I have this right. Are we saying seven total Emmy wins, three for acting? Yes, that's correct. And then four for producing? Yes, that's correct. But, I mean, but who's counting? <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because I, I, you know, we always say we're not in this for the awards or whatever, but there is something, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest. It, when it's, when our peers are voting on our work, um, I think that's a wonderful thing. You know, I think when other professionals in our build are, are, are in our building, in our business, mm-hmm. uh, appreciate our work. I think that that means a lot. And I, I had said to Gregory at one point, you know, you guys really kind of set the bar with, the bay in terms of the digital drama category so for any of us that are producing in that same genre you know we're just trying to like match the the quality that you guys have set so thank you mm-hmm. for doing that first of all um thank you for saying yeah. so yeah i mean it's absolutely true i mean what you guys have been able to do with the bay is really spectacular so um thank you i i mean it doesn't get old to be nominated, but is it true? It's certainly better to win. <laughs> to um, just be nominated? You know, it's, uh, well, yeah, I mean, of course it isn't, of course, yes, uh, I have to say, and of course, yes, but, but at the same time, I feel like it's my God, it's so much, uh, more than a non-nomination to be nominated. And that's right. really the celebration. And that's like, it's pretty much it's the win itself that that a nomination already is and and then the the ceremony is the celebration of it and right. to remember to see it like that and then it's just happenstance whoever takes it uh home uh, i feel like we're everyone's a winner who's nominated um everyone's work is being celebrated everyone is being acknowledged everyone is being recognized um I feel like a nomination is if we're even to put it to statistically analyzing, it'd be like to put it as a percentage. It's like a, I'd say it's like 99% of a win is the nomination. And then the extra 1% is the cherry on top. If it, the great name call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. But everybody is, I'm so appreciative of everyone that I've been nominated with and alongside their work is amazing and to to take the win is i'm just i'm extremely grateful and mm. i it, it won't to me i i'm grateful to be alongside who my nominees were in the first yeah, place yeah no that's so well said i can totally understand what you mean yeah like god you know well, that's why they especially especially though you. being that's why when when the series wins that's even I'm sure as a producer too, it's great to win yourself, but when the whole show wins, that's sort of the big celebration. Cause then you feel like everyone's being honored at the same time yeah. for their work, which is really amazing. So that's right. And yeah. Yeah. So what, I mean, obviously we, you've got, you've got fracture coming up, you've got YA, you've got all this stuff. Um, how about feature films? Is that anything in your, like looking ahead for your, career i mean i know i i think i know the answer you're you're kind of in the moment kind of guy which is how it should be and the word i keep hearing with you is gratitude which is missing from so many actors by the way um (laughs) thank you but i but yeah i mean i Mm -hmm. could see you um on the big screen absolutely thank you that means a lot to me and yeah i mean i definitely am more than open to it and things are sort of in development towards mm-hmm. that and I'm excited about it um definitely yeah I mean film and TV to me it's uh 
it, the, the the mediums are no more different than someone's acting oh. style would be different anyway. And I feel like I could do both forever and appreciate both mediums completely and get the same gratification out of the doing of it uh, on either front. And uh, I've had a lot of people tell me that my style suits film more, uh, despite the fact that I'm in television right now or uh, series. But yeah, both. I mean, I'm I'm excited to do more films and more TV, and I'm just I'm excited generally. Um, I do well, know I could, yeah, I, I could get no, a I really a lot of fun with that. Sorry, go the, ahead. The truth, the truth is the style of the Bay is a film, you know, it's shot just like a film and you're right. You. The, all the great, I mean, let's be honest, all of the big movie stars are doing TV now anyway. I mean, that's where most of the great material is. So, well, listen, mm-hmm. buddy, the time's going to run out. I just want to say thank you again. It's, it's really been an honor to uh, meet you on the show. I wish you nothing but continued success to, to you and Celeste and to Gregory. Um, I, I was scheduled. I'm Thank supposed you. to be pre- pre- uh, presenting at the ISA with your sister Celeste. So yeah, for sure. If that, if that happens in September, I'll be seeing you at the award show. Um, in the meantime, just stay safe. That'll and, be awesome. Yeah. Keep up all the great work and uh, keep inspiring us with, uh, with all that you do. Thank you. That really means a lot to me. I appreciate you having me on your show. It's an honor. Uh, so thank you. Well, listen, Chris you does, take care. You're, yes. you're a very polite man, very gifted actor, and presents spirituality with a nice finesse. Thank you. Thank and you. kudos that, to your family, your parents. They did a really great job. <laughs> So kudos <laughs> to them you. as well. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right, buddy. Take care. Gary and my mom, God bless her soul, Catherine. Uh, just want to do that shout out. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yes. A big yes. shout out to her. Absolutely. Well, stay Thank safe, you. my friend, and we'll see you soon. You Take care. Thank you so much. Bye, Thank What a yeah. great interview, Ralph. Yes, he is fabulous. And he needs to be paired up with Erica Renee Davis, okay? Because the two of them are little entrepreneurs at their nice age. I know. So Chris, Christos is like 30, if that, right? He's, he's right. so young. Yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, his, his, he's just really, really talented guy. And what I love is that you know, when they talk about the camera doesn't lie and you've got to have a lot of inner stuff happening, that's what he brings into his work. And what, I mean, I'm so impressed at what, how he is just as a humanitarian and mm-hmm. uh, wow, very inspiring. Just as yeah. you are, Ralph, I'm so well, happy to have you back her, on the you. show. Oh God, it's so great. It's like, I guess it's like, Will and Grace, you know, you come back eight years later and, you know, you just pick up where you left off, you know, so I so think, yeah. I'm, I would be Will and you're, you're Jack or are you, yes. are you Megan? No, yes. Or, yes, I should be Megan. Yes. Are whatever. you Karen? Well, yes. <laughs> it's Jasper <laughs> and Ralph together again for the first time. No, I am loving being back. Um, it's great. You know, the setup, having my consoles up, doing research as we're doing the interview. I had done, read about Christos and seen some of his work. So just to talk to him, and I had seen him on that red carpet interview that you had forwarded mm-hmm. to me. But listening to him now in person, it was just very inspiring, you know. And well, I wish his thoughts could apply to the planet right now. To I know conform to what we need to do that would be such a wonderful thing well i wanted to let everyone know uh next week we're going to have another uh star from uh, the bay it it, we're and also on the 30th the next two shows are going to be three really uh, talented uh actors and actresses and we are going to um be back next thursday same place same time remember follow us on social media follow ralph at ralph cole jr Go to our website, jaspercole.com. Um, follow uh, Christos at, at Christos. And everyone check out The Bay 
Check out everything he's in. A big shout out to Gregory J. Martin. Thank you to J.R. Rosenberg for, set, for setting this up. I love you, Ralph. Peace out, everybody. We will see Thank you, you next week. Thank Bye-bye, you. Planet Earth. Uh... Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Mm-hmm.